I'm Bethany. And I'm trying to figure out why we're using something else to record. Oh my word, you didn't have to say something about it. Well, people are going to notice it's going to sound different. Well, it's all my fault, as per usual. Per the usual. Just blame it on me. No, I... Okay, so you guys, we have quite the sophisticated um, recording setup usually. And That's sophisticated. <laughs> there was sarcasm in that. Um, no, so I have an adapter that I plug into my computer because stupid Macs don't have USB ports on them anymore. So I have this adapter that we plug our mics into and blah, blah, blah. Well, today the adapter was nowhere to be found. So we have rigged up one of the recorders here at the church. That is what we're recording into. So Do I have I, to talk louder. Um, probably a little bit, but not much. Okay. Okay. I said not much. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll probably have to like clean it up a little bit more than usual, but it's fine. That's all right. As long as it makes more work for you. That's <laughs> okay. So speaking of more work, you're the one that had to pick a question for today. So lay it on me. Wait, I thought, do we not do housekeeping before? We're, we're, we're in the home stretch here. And just giving up on housekeeping. I think we. Housekeeping. We have Let's see if you media. can even do it. We have You have been media. listening for all this time. You should get on the social media. You don't even know what it's our a, Instagram handle is, do you? A Facebook LFTM <laughs> underscore podcast. Hey, you do know it. Take that. <laughs> and there's a, a women's looking for the middle page. Uh-huh. You should be a part of that. Okay. Because I'm sure you're going to do something with it at some point. Anyway. We have uh, a newsletter uh-huh. that doesn't go out anymore <laughs> because you've given up. I'm actually working on re revamping it. To be something. What totally. are you doing with your hair? Oh, I don't know. I'm just playing with my hair. She's over here using oh, her hair as weird? a paintbrush on her face. It's very Yeah, strange. my hair's in a braid and I was just playing with it. Anyway, focus. And then we have Patreon, which mm -hmm. I don't know what that does anymore either. Anyway, question of the day. You did good job. I knew good it. Good job. You did know it. Good job. That was a good really I will give it to you. Intro. I will give it to you. Give me credit. No, it was not a really good intro. That intro. was fantastic. You remembered all of the points. So. And what they kind of do. So, question of the day. What, hold on. What percentage credit do I get? Oh, like an 85. 85. Hey. Yeah. The content was The content was good. The execution was lacking. Hey, bees get to freeze. Yeah. I mean, C's get to freeze. D's. No, okay. no, no, I stay away from those. <laughs> there's, there's the odd end, see? Anyway, question of the day. Are yep. you ready for this one? I have no idea. The right. you're in today. <laughs> there's a zombie apocalypse. Okay. Where are you going? Oh. And what are you going to do first? Oh, I feel like if there was a zombie apocalypse, I would just stand wherever I was and be like, here, I'll sacrifice myself for the greater good. Because How I know. For the greater good? Because it'll distract them while everyone else has more time to get away. Because I know person. I'm going to be. Uh, There'll be a lot more people like me <laughs> who just know I might as well just put myself out of my misery now instead of having to rough it for the next like two weeks and still meeting an inevitable demise. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. I, I know my place. You're not even going to try? No, I would probably just give up. Like, why bother? Wow. Okay. I mean, really. I'm quite disappointed in you right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah. If the zombies really come, come don't worry. Like, it's not going to happen. You have... The least creative mind. No, I do not. Ever. I just know my place when it comes to zombies and whatnot. I you just accept your death. Yeah, I would because let's okay. My other options are to go somewhere and try to like, you know, live off the land and defend myself and have weapons and I don't know, all that stuff, and then still get killed in a couple weeks. Why go through all that trouble for like all that time and just be miserable? To live. You, that's not living. 
It's better than dying. Not necessarily. Um, because you're not going to quickly die. You're going to slowly die with zombie chewing on your neck. Yeah. That's disgusting. Now or later, that's the same thing that's going to happen. Uh-uh, I'm going in my own way. Well, you, yes. I'm talking about me. I know my place. Uh, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> my guns and I'm headed to the woods. You're very different than I am. Yes, you totally I, could. I got my camping gear. I got my fishing gear. I can live off the land. I have water purification, too, if something else were to go down. Yeah, and we're that sounds to awful to me. So That sounds fantastic. That right. just sounds like a, a, a good camping you, trip for me. Yeah, I hate camping. I love camping. I know. See? See where the differences then come in now? I find a small town where there's uh-huh. few people and less of a chance to them to have been reached by the apocalypse that clearly started in a city because that's how these things they work. always start and zombies can't drive so it's going to take a while for oh, it to true. spread so find a small See, town it'll take a while for it to spread because of the people like me find, who no, put no, themselves people like you make it worse <laughs> no it people slows like you them down add to the population no yeah you add to the zombie population oh the zombie po- do i get to be a zombie maybe uh, well that's how it seems to work in the movies well, they're not always right. What do you know about zombies? Well, obviously nothing. I'm the one that's saying, here, take me first. That, I'm just so disappointed <laughs> in your effort. You get an F- for effort. Well. Just, this is, I, this is okay. a shocking revelation. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Somebody I know my place. that just attacks life <laughs> the way that you do, go get them type attitude. Not when there's zombies. gave up. Yeah. Here am I. Eat me. Mm-hmm. That's just the worst. Well, I'm I've ha- learned so much about you in just this one moment, and it's disappointing. I'm so sorry. I'm such a disappointment to you. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I don't even know where to go from here. I think we should just end the show. Just, oh, no, let's not do that. Okay, fine. Let's keep going just a little bit more. Okay, what are guys. What talking about? What are we talking about today? Yeah, I already forgot. I was going to say, I just told you about five minutes ago. Okay, so today, guys, we are going to talk about what to do, what we have done, what we are doing, all the things when you are in an extended season of singleness. And in our notes, we had, in parentheses, unwanted. Um, So with the idea of being, okay, you want to be married, you don't want to be single forever, but that is a place where the Lord has you right now for what would seem to be an extended period of time. What do you do with that? Embrace it. Okay. Done. Show over. Move on. <sighs> you are not helpful today. No, but I... <laughs> I have a point. No, I was going to say, but I think you have a point. Um, okay, let's define terms. Okay. What do you mean by season of singleness? We talking a month, five years, four years? I would say more than a... nine years? <laughs> not, not that one. I would say more than a few months. Okay. What's but a, what's a few months? I mean, I love playing devil's advocate with you. I mean, three, four, five, six. I would say uh, if we're talking about an extended period of time, it more than six months. Okay. Um, so but then on the for six months. But on the upper end, I don't know that there is. I mean, we could be talking two, three, four years. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean you have never gone on a date in that time frame. I'm saying in a relationship. Yeah, like you've been in a place of, okay, I've gone on two or three dates. It didn't work out. Okay, now I'm talking to this person. Okay, now I'm not talking to that person. You're not FBO. Facebook official. Okay, yeah, that. (laughs) I was like, I don't know that one. I just made it up. I don't know if that's actually what people say. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, so you're saying you embrace it. What does that look like? 
Well, I'm not done defining terms. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, what's our next term? Because you put in parentheses unwanted. Yeah. Why? Why'd you put that there? Well, that's what I was meaning by, okay, you want to be married. Uh-huh. You're not... You're not in an extended period of singleness, and you're also saying, you know what? I think the Lord has called me to singleness. That's why I wanted you to. Oh, okay, okay. So that's but not what I'm talking about. You you have to distinguish that because there are those people that sure. say, "I feel called to singleness." Now, what's yeah. funny is um, a friend of a friend wasn't my friend, but uh-huh. a friend of a friend okay. had come up to him one time and said, "I think I'm called to singleness." Okay. He's now married with a kid, <laughs> so maybe it was for a season, but definitely not for his life. Yeah. But he wanted to be single. Uh-huh. So I think it's important to clarify that we are talking about a season of unwanted. Yeah. I, being the person in this scenario, desire to be married. Uh-huh. To find a significant other, a spouse, to move on into a new season of life. That's where we're at. Right. Terms are important. Yes. Bethany. No, no, they are. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Just give me the judgy face over there. No. Not. See my the best hat, thing is the, the best thing is because we record these things and people can't see our face. I can I can say you were giving me the judgy face and people wouldn't know. I'm literally sitting here going, "Was I really? I don't think I was." You weren't, but it's, <laughs> man, it's fun to mess with you. We only have a few more of these I episodes know. to mess with. By the way, just as a looking to the the future conversation, yeah. Um, our last episode, we're going to try and have a special guest. Yes. So be ready for that. Uh-huh. You can probably already guess who it is, but yeah. I'm not going to say it out loud. No, don't. Just for a teaser. <laughs> Just, yeah. And because you never know. <laughs> Things go right. Anyway. Especially around here, especially this year. Awry is our word of the year. It's, Bethany, it's it's January no, 23rd. No, no, no. I mean calendar year. So Just January 23rd. <laughs> From last year, January 23rd, to this, I'm saying... Oh, is that how you define 12, calendar year? Like a calendar year. Like 12, just 12 months. Oh. Well, maybe that's not how you're supposed year, to... I think of the year in calendar. Oh, maybe I've been using it wrong all this time. I have no idea. We are off the rails. <laughs> anyway, embrace it. Embrace the being singleness. off the rails. <laughs> embrace the unwanted singleness. Yeah. So, what do we mean by embrace? I think... Let you give your thoughts on For me... Because I, when I was talking about it... At the beginning, kind of introing the topic, I think I even said, like, you're in a place of unwanted, but this is where the Lord has you right now. And so I think that's a big part of embracing it is, one, realizing and accepting and embracing that the Lord is sovereign Mm -hmm. and he is good. And so whatever he has you in right now isn't just, oh, this is good for me. It's the best good for Mm you. Um, And so then really you're embracing that, I don't think it means you have to embrace wanting to be single forever. No. Um, it's embracing that this is where the Lord has you. This is what he has for you. And so instead of bemoaning the fact that I'm single and focusing on what I don't have that I do want, I'm, I'm going to put time and effort into finding those good things that the Lord has for me. Mm. Like finding, okay, this is this is where I am. So this must be good for me. I'm going to devote my time and energy to finding the good things, finding what I can learn, finding what the Lord wants to teach me and running towards that and focus on that. So that's what my embracing of it would look like. Well, before we talk about finding the good, because I think it'd be helpful to at least mention that. Yeah. uh, I think you're spot on with embrace the reality. Yeah. And what I mean by that is what you just said, embrace where you are. Mm -hmm. That is reality for your life. You, you have a couple of options in a season of singleness. You can live for the future. 
Mm. And just live imagining or preparing yourself for, which preparation is good, but if you're living for it, then yeah. you are not being present with where the Lord has placed you. You're living with the mentality that the grass is always greener on the other yeah. side. And that's not necessarily true. No, and to what your your point there, preparation is one thing. Preoccupation is that, another. Ooh, I like the way you said So that. you can prepare for something and not be preoccupied mm-hmm. and totally focused on that to the point of neglecting where you are now because all you can focus on is that. Well, and if you're not careful, it becomes idolatry. Yeah. You idolize the thing rather mm-hmm. than where God has placed you now. Um, so you have to be careful of that preoccupation of living for the future. That would be one warning that I would say, but also when, when you're doing that and you're not living in the present moment, you're missing the blessings. of mm. Singleness is a blessing. There's a reason why Paul put it that way. Yeah. That he was talking very specifically about those that are called to full time life devotion to singleness, but You'll find a lot of people, for the most part, do not start dating someone at the age of 15 and stay with them for the rest of their Mm -hmm. life. I think the way that the current generation is going, that storyline is becoming less and less. Mm -hmm. Former generations, that was a very popular trend. Not so much anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a reality for someone that they're going to be going through a season of singleness, whether yeah. it's a couple of months, a couple of years, or maybe even a decade or more. Uh-huh. That could be your reality. That's where you are. What are the lessons that you can learn? What are the stories that you're going to be able to tell? The memories that you're going to be able to make? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about what you're doing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Y'all, the two of us are completely different people. <laughs> it's so funny. I am not a spur of the moment, take a trip on some random something or other, uh-huh. go to. That's just not me. Yeah. You're going where? Because why? Well, <laughs> I don't even, this sounds weird. I don't exactly know where I'm going. Oh, that's so weird. Which is part of the fun. So I am going to Florida and it will be near AB, just like the northern part of Florida. But I saw this thing on Instagram that was like, it's from Guess Where Road Trips. And basically, you go on and you pick, they have these road trips that are planned. And they show you in general, like, a section on the map. And it's, like, kind of the type of trip. Like, if you're into photography or if you're into this or that, like, this would be good for you. And it gives you a very vague description. So basically you start out and you open an envelope and it tells you where to go for the first stop and like things to see and places to eat. And then it's like, okay, when you're done there, it's 27 minutes to the next stop and you open up the next envelope and you see where you're going there. And so it's like, I don't know, four or five different stops. And so I'm headed to Florida for a few days. The thought of to that, do that is <laughs> Is it the thought of doing that or the thought of doing it by yourself? Is it because I'm going, I mean, I'm going by myself to do this. No, it's thought of doing so that. So even if it was a group of people, you'd be like, no, I don't want to. I'm a planner. Yeah. I want to know where we're well, going. Well, I plan to do this for several like, weeks now. Okay. When I go on vacation, this is a side note. When I go on vacation, I don't want to plan every little thing. Yeah. I chill, relax, vacation. I want to know where I'm going. Mm. When I'll be there. Yeah. And have a few plans in place. Yeah. What I, I don't like just the seat of my pants type gotcha. mentality. It oh, me. so it's, it's the... If you, if I was doing the same thing, but I knew every stop along the way ahead of time, that would like that would be more fun to you. That would be more fun, even if it was I knew ahead of time and had planned on going on the trip, and I knew what the selection of stops would be, but uh, I don't know the order. Okay, maybe. that's fun. Gotcha. It's the but total I just unknown. Know that it's out there. It's the uncertainty that just bugs me. I'm anyway, so excited about it. <laughs> you 
have just said, you know what? I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do this and make a memory. Yeah. Even though I'm completely different and I wouldn't do things yeah. like that. There have been times where, I mean, a year ago, I got a text mm-hmm. one morning that I had some friends in South Carolina. Oh, I Their forgot child about was that. was having the first birthday party. We want you to come in. A bunch of friends are coming in. Yeah. Three hours away. So I went. Yeah. Drove three hours, was there for four or five hours, mm-hmm. and drove three hours back and got back at two in the morning. Yeah. I just did it. Yeah. You can do that. Uh-huh. You can make memories. Mm-hmm. So go make your memories. Yeah, I think we have this idea that memories are made. You do the things to make memories. You do all of that stuff with a spouse and a family or with a significant other. But, and so it's like you, you almost feel like you need to put that stuff on hold until you have those things. And so I know for me, like this weekend, this trip, like when I was your age or 10 years ago, I would have never done this. So I think there's an element of going through, I'm going to say being single for this long. I mean, not married. Like I've been in various stages or whatever, but like I have increasingly said, I'm not going to, for lack of a better term, waste my life. Put, put your life on hold. That. Because that, those things aren't promised to me. It's not guaranteed. So if there's something I want to do or there's a place I want to go, I mean, I'll go with my friends. We're going to Alaska together in the summer. Like, different stuff like that. I don't always go by myself. But when there's something that comes up that I want to do, I have embraced, like, not worrying about the stigma or what are people going to think? Oh, she's by herself. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, whatever. Like, I go to dinner. I go do, like, I you know, I go to a movie. I go do whatever. And I, I'm not as worried about what other people think of me being by myself. Mm-hmm. Which has been, I mean, you know me, I am a people pleaser. Yes, you are. And so getting to a place of saying, well, it doesn't really matter what people are thinking. That's for some people, it's no big, they're like, well, duh, yes. For me, that's a, that's an undertaking. So it's not, it wasn't, it's not an overnight thing. It took me years of leaning into that. I mean, it's embracing the possibility of memories. Yeah. That's a story to tell. Uh Uh-huh. And there's, oh, yeah. there's going to be something that either is different than what you expect yeah. on this trip, something that goes wrong, something that goes incredibly right, yeah. and you just can go, that's a new story. Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's one blessing, but, like, even the lessons that you learn through season, seasons of singleness. Like, I'm coming out of, uh, God, golly, seven, eight-year-long season? Yeah. Where, I mean, I, I went on dates and, and talked to people, but was not in a relationship mm-hmm. during that, that season of time. And... There were a lot of lessons learned. Uh-huh. A lot of the time I struggled with looking to the future. So I'm sitting here saying, don't do what I did. Right. Uh, what's going to come next? When is it going to happen? Funny enough, um, just before this most recent relationship that I've gotten into, which is fantastic, by the way, <laughs> uh, I had pretty much sworn off dating. Mm-hmm. You heard me oh, say it. Like, yeah. I'm done. I'm over <laughs> it. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> And then two two weeks later, okay, two I weeks. gotta find some. I'm just being generous. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What were you gonna say? I was like, then two weeks later, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get back out. I gotta whatever. No, because the, the the story I'm thinking of. Oh. Is I I mean I told you this. I called my dad at the same time. I had a date on Monday. First date on Monday. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. I'm over it. Had a message on Tuesday. Was on a date the next Monday. Here we are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I had completely given up. Next day, God uh-huh. said, ha, that's funny. <laughs> Glad he did. But the point of all of that yeah. is to say, 
stop living for mm-hmm. what you want to come or having this perfect ideal, I'll start my life like you just mm-hmm. said, or I'll start learning lessons once I arrive to this point. Don't miss out on where you yeah. are now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you said at the very beginning of the show, singleness is where God's placed you. Mm-hmm. So if we believe that God is in control of all things, this singleness is not an accident. Exactly. He hasn't forgotten you. Yeah. So you don't have to sit there and go, I'm here. Hey, don't forget me. Don't forget me. Yeah. Do you remember I'm still here <laughs> waiting on my future wife or right. husband? What about mm-hmm. me? All my friends are getting married and having kids. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't time for you. Mm-hmm. Clearly he's preparing something. Mm-hmm. Clearly he's working in you. He's drawing sin out. Mm-hmm. He's strengthening your faith. He's strengthening your dependence upon him. So don't overlook the lessons. Yeah. Well, and I think there's two, you know, we've talked about now, like you're looking forward to something. You're looking, you know, to the future. You're so preoccupied with that and you miss out on right now. I think there's another huge temptation that will also cause you to miss out on right now is that, I don't know, there's kind of like these two different things in my mind of the looking to the future, but then there's also the wallowing. Mm-hmm. The poor pitiful me, I'm the only single one, I don't want to go anywhere, I don't want to do anything because everybody's coupled up and blah, blah, blah. And you, you find yourself talking in these big generalities that just aren't true. I'm the only single one. Everybody's coupled up and you just feel sorry for yourself. And you miss the present in that same way. So I, I know some people are probably sitting there going, well, I, I'm not... I'm not way distracted by the future. I'm not constantly looking to the future because they're probably going, yeah, because it's not going to happen anyway. I'm going to be single forever. So if that's what you were thinking, you're not off the hook either. That was me for a time. Yeah. I think we, I think we, I'm sure. You just kind of go everyone through a cycle of it. To, and to vary like the ups yeah. and the downs, like they're to varying degrees in their extreme. But yeah, I think we all do. It's just a matter of, I think we probably have natural tendencies towards one or the other. Um, but yeah, I think those are the two big ways that you can find yourself missing out on right now. Mm-hmm. And all of that within the context of the Lord is sovereign. You're not going to thwart his sovereignty in something. But I think you can not enjoy the current place he has you as much as possible if you're so distracted by wishing you were somewhere else. Now, what I'm not saying is give up on dating. No, don't do that. Because I don't, I don't want people to come out of this and say, well, okay, God's placed me here. So I'm just going to throw up my hands and yeah. just let whatever happens happen. <laughs> yeah. That's just bad theology. Yeah. Or the, the flip side of this, like, well, they always say that you meet someone when you're least expecting it or you're not focused on it. You're not thinking about it. That's when you'll meet someone. You're like, I'm going to trick God. Mm. And I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm not thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm not focused on this. I'm not whatever. So then it'll happen. That's not how that works either. <laughs> it's like a, a, a two or three year old. Yeah. That they've been told not to do something by their yes. parents. So they're sitting in a room going, I'm not doing this. You know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's like the Lord knows our mm-hmm. thoughts before we even form them. Yeah. He knows where we're going, where yeah. that train of thought is going. So if you're sitting there going, I'm just going to make myself content mm-hmm. or I'm just not going to think about it. And then God will go, oh, they're good now. Yeah. You don't have that kind of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like we've talked about before. I mean, I think we even talked about this before you were on the show. There is a difference in contentment and complacency. Yes. Contentment is a condition of the heart. Complacency is a function of laziness, I think. Mm-hmm. It's more of the what are you doing 
whereas contentment is a state of being. So I can be very content with where the Lord has me, but also not complacent in taking opportunities and putting myself in situations to meet people, to get to know people and all of that. You can, it's a both and it's not an either or. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think if you, if you fall into that either complacency mode or trying to trick God <laughs> into doing something, you're, you're losing sight of what's most important here. Mm-hmm. Because even if you find someone, it doesn't really change the main point of why you're living. Mm-hmm. Because then you don't all of a sudden start living for that person uh-huh. and for the joy that they give you. You're living for the glory of God and the joy that you find in Him. Exactly. And if you're not doing that now, throw in another person and the distraction and the... Well, actually get worse. I was going to say, it's only going to get worse if you're like, well, I will be content when... Or I know I should be content now, but it would be so much easier once I had a boyfriend, once I had a husband, once we had kids, once... Keep going. That's what kind of why I was saying, like, contentment is a condition of your heart. Mm-hmm. And nothing else is going to satisfy your heart other outside of the Lord. And so if he's not satisfying that now, not because of anything on his part, but like you're not satisfied in him now, adding something else isn't going to add to your satisfaction. My guess is in most situations, it's only going to magnify it. Uh, let me throw out another curveball. Okay. Because he's talking about embrace it. Yeah. Embrace the season of singleness. And it was more on the, this is how you do it. Here's another, this is how you do it. Okay. Embrace your identity. Yeah. Because, plot twist, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but your identity is mm-hmm. not in your relationship status. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you know this, but listener, yeah. speaking to you, uh, your identity is not found in whether your relationship bar on Facebook, I don't know why I say Facebook anymore. Facebook, I don't even use Facebook anymore. So you're too young for Facebook even. That is not true. Like Facebook's old people. I know. I'm old people now. Okay, never mind. That is a totally different conversation for Um, a totally different day. Don't throw me under the bus. (laughs) You're old people too. Yeah, Uh, I'm on Facebook. But you're... I'll fight you over there. (laughs) Don't follow my rabbit trails. Sorry. Uh, Focus. I'm trying to. You keep telling me to focus. Your identity is not wrapped up in what Facebook says your relationship Uh status is. Single, it's complicated, in a relationship. I don't know. There's like 16 others. probably. That's not who you are. Yeah. It's not based upon your significant other Mm -hmm. or your husband or wife or kids or fill in the blank. It's based upon Christ. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. Yep. Well, and it's like we were talking about, I can't remember how many weeks ago or episodes ago it was now, but, you know, we talked about why is everyone in the church so obsessed with people being married? And one of the things we talked about in that is I think we can be kind of sensitive to it because it's a reflection of something we already feel. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we want on, in that same vein as single people, especially in the church, we will be the first to jump on someone and the first to complain. And people always say, you know, makes me feel like I'm not a complete person without someone today, or I'm not this, or, you know, we're really quick to jump on people that are like, I am a complete person. I am a, you know, enough of a Christian. I'm all these things, even though I'm single, we'll jump on people about that. And yet... We turn around and live like life will start once we get to that place. My identity will be complete once I get to that place. And so I think a lot of times our jumping on people who want to who, who make comments and say things that make it seem like that, again, we're really sensitive to that because it's reflecting back to us something that we really do kind of think and feel and we don't want to admit it a lot of times. 
Amen. <laughs> I don't know what to add to that. Because I, I think you're right on of it's a sensitive subject when it should be just a little tiny wound if mm -hmm. we act like it's somebody just punched us in a gaping wound. Like a zombie attacked us or something. Right? And you just gave up. Uh, that's it, That shouldn't be the reality because it reflects an issue of heart. Yeah. What's funny enough, this, this episode is kind of a culmination of a lot of things we've been mm -hmm. doing over the last few weeks. Uh, because for a, a large chunk of our audience, singleness is their reality. Mm -hmm. It's just where they are. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be the question that comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. For good reason. It's not always easy. Mm -hmm. But when you start to change your, your frame of thinking where I'm not who I am based upon who I'm with. I'm who I am based upon who I belong to, mm -hmm. which is Christ. Yep. Then you start to think, okay, well, what am I living for? Am I living to find a relationship and be mm -hmm. satisfied in that, or am I living to be satisfied in God? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, if I'm living to be satisfied in God, particularly in Christ, then I'm going to do everything for Him. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to live the life that He's given me now. I mean, okay, this isn't the point of the text, but, you know, you can draw on an implication of this. God even said, when they were asking about, uh, the disciples were asking, will you establish the kingdom? Time and seasons are not for you to know. That applies across the board. Mm-hmm. I am the world's worst. My dad <laughs> will make fun of me to this day for it. I want to know what God's doing. Yeah. I just do. Uh -huh. And it's not just a, I don't want the detailed list. It's like what I was telling <laughs> no, you. I was going to say, we go back to being a planner. <laughs> I'm a planner, so uh -huh. I want to know bullet points. Mm -hmm. This will happen. You don't have to give me If a, this, a time, then this, then this. But yeah. I can logically piece uh -huh. together the dots. And then I know this is what's going to happen. That's why I sometimes get anxious about future because mm. God doesn't really tell me or really anyone because he doesn't know an explanation. Mm -hmm. It bugs me. So I'm the world's worst at it. I understand it. He's not going to give that yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. and He's going to tell you you're fine. No, I'll say honestly, the more you want that, the less you will get it most likely uh -huh. because the Lord will be teaching you, depend on me, trust me. And... I'm enough. I mean, for dating, it's this is what you look for. Uh-huh. This is what you're supposed to do when you find it. Uh-huh. For, for singleness, it's still, this is what you look for, yeah. but don't live for it. Yeah. Live for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, even dating, it's live for this. Yeah. In marriage, live for this. Yeah. Parenting, live for this. <laughs> In retirement, yes. live for this. Yeah. It's like it's the central theme it's of the Christian the life or something. Christian walk, yep. Mel sent us something in our, this was last night from a, a book she was reading from, I don't know what book it is, I'll find out, but... um. She's in our girls group chat and it was, it asked two questions and she was like, oh, this'll, this'll convict you. It said, do I live out the idea that quote unquote image is everything in my life or does my life demonstrate that the imaged one mm. is everything? Mm -hmm. And that first clause of that is very me focused. Image is everything. My image. What do mm -hmm. people think of me? What do... What do people say about me? What do they think about how I live my life? You know, all of that, I have to maintain an image because I'm the most important. And the second part says, the one in whose image I'm created, that's everything. That's what I want people to see. Not me, but whose image am I reflecting? That's really good. <laughs> yeah. We were all like, oh, okay. Because it becomes a he must increase and I must decrease mm -hmm. type mentality. Mm -hmm. Here's something else I was thinking about just and thinking about everything uh -huh. we just said. Um, what we're talking about implies to literally every season of life. Yeah. Well, just it's just... Embrace reality. Yeah. Embrace where the Lord has placed you. Yeah. 
singleness, embrace where the Lord has placed you, that God has you here for a reason. Yeah. He's, he's teaching you lessons. He's sanctifying you. He's growing you. Mm-hmm. He's allowing you to enjoy life in this particular way. The same thing I would say to someone in dating, because, you know, this dating podcast. Yeah. If you're in a dating relationship, don't live for the marriage. Uh-huh. Don't get so hyper-fixated and hyper-focused on, well, we're going to get married one day, that you miss where God has placed you now. Dating can be fun. Yeah. And enjoyable uh-huh. if done in the appropriate context for the glory of God, for the betterment of the other person. Uh-huh. So if you start living for the future right. and not embracing where the Lord has placed you, you're going to miss all of that. Yeah. And the same thing when you get engaged. And the same thing when you get married and when you're waiting for kids. Uh-huh. Embrace where God has placed you. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's cliche, but the future never arrives. Mm, not the way we envision it. Right. And so you'll always be looking for something else, for something in the future. It'll be, yeah, engagement, marriage, kids, retirement, grandkids, whatever it is. And that's what I... I just said, you know what? I don't want to, because what if I don't get married until I'm 50? I don't know. What if I don't at all? I don't want to look back and say, I really wish I had done X. I really, you know, I had the opportunity to do this, but I was scared to because, well, what if I don't meet someone? What if I don't get married? What if this, what if that? Because that was so all consuming. And then it's just a a realization of, how big God's sovereignty really is and how small my autonomy really is. Mm-hmm. And the ludicrousness, ludicrous, I don't know what the, how ludicrous it is to think that anything that I could do or not do might mess that up. I'm sorry, you said ludicrous and I immediately went, ludicrous. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It is ludicrous though. It is. Not the and, rapper. And so I have just said, yeah, I'm going to embrace that and take the opportunities that come as much as, take that as much as the sovereign hand of the Lord as the opportunities that aren't here right now. I had a conversation with someone the other day that we were talking about, I wish that I could just plan things and mm-hmm. they came about. Because <laughs> if I could plan them, I would know exactly how it's going to unfold and yeah. where it's going to go and the end goal. But I always joke when I have that conversation of, I should probably stop making plans in the first place because I always make my plans and God changes them drastically. <laughs> yes, if you don't make them. <laughs> but I look at Proverbs 16, 9. The heart of man makes mm-hmm. his plans, but the Lord directs his steps. We plan. Mm-hmm. We should plan. Mm-hmm. It's faithful stewardship of the time God has given us. If you're single, you can still plan for the future. Sure. I'm not rejecting that notion. Be trying to find someone. Work towards that. Just don't make it ultimate. Mm-hmm. Dating, plan for the future. But I guarantee God is going to change those plans drastically. Yep. And here's the best part. Uh-huh. When he changes the plan, it's the best plan. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just think about it. How, how often have you ever heard the story go, you know, when I was little, I dreamed of this, and this is what my life would look like, and da-da-da-da, and this is what my spouse would look like, and our kids, and this is what life was going to, you know, I had all these dreams, and... Well, here we are 30 years later, and all of that looked exactly like I planned. Have you, whoever tells a story like that, you you never hear that. But what do you hear? You know, I planned, and I had this, and I thought this, and I wanted that, and I thought I wanted this, and da 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 But my life today looks nothing like that, and I'm so grateful that it doesn't. And I realized, yep, these plans were better. Exactly. It's, it's always that realization. Uh-huh. And you'll find it even when people are suffering. Yeah. When they go through just uh-huh. a long season of suffering... God's plans were better. Yeah. 
God's plan for your singleness right now is better than your plans for finding something. Yep. So when we say embrace it, embrace the reality that God is in control and he's working out something better than you can comprehend. Mm -hmm. It might not end tomorrow, but he's got a plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the part that you can rest and take comfort in of, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. But I know he's at work. Yeah. Yeah, what's the, uh, it's one of my favorite quotes. I think it's Corey Ten Boom, or I know it is. I think it's in The Hiding Place. And she says, you can trust an unknown future to a known God. Mm-hmm. And just like you were saying, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who's the one bringing it about. And that's all I need to know. I was listening to a, a Christian poet that was talking about a family member that was dying. And uh, she said, I don't know when I'm due, mm-hmm. but I know who I belong to. Mm. I don't know when I'm going to die. Yeah. But I already know who I belong to mm-hmm. and what the end of the story is. Which, I mean, shameless plug. Shane and Shane, love them in pieces. <laughs> they have a song that I know how the story ends. Oh, yes. It's a good I love song. That song. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but I know what you've done. Uh huh. I love that line. Mm-hmm. Because, single person, you can rest in that. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I already know what you've accomplished mm-hmm. in Christ. Yep. So what else is there to worry about? Yeah. But I know you're working. Right there, you can throw your hands up, praise the Lord, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. We're not good at it. <laughs> but you can. <laughs> but that's our encouragement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at look at the plans of the Lord. You just I dare you to read the Bible. <laughs> well, dare you. Now you're getting a little bit out there. I'm getting crazy here, but let me make a point. <laughs> Tell me anything that went according to plan in the Bible from man's standards. <laughs> That's a very good point. I don't see a single story. Mm-hmm. Peter's plans didn't even go according to plan. <laughs> yeah. If it were up to Peter, Jesus wouldn't have died. Yeah. But you look at like the stories of the Bible, and none of them went according to man's plan. Yeah. But they went exactly to God's plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the way that Israel's history unfolded, and you go, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't even make sense. Uh-huh. How, did, how did we get here? It perfectly unfolded in God's way. Yeah. And you want to know what it showed? The superiority of God. Mm. His plans are better. Yeah. Do you want to know what your singleness is showing? Same thing. The superiority of God. <laughs> yeah. His plans are better. So embrace it. Yeah. Hold on to it. And enjoy it. Love it. That's a good way to end. I was about to say, I think that's a good place you know to what's end. hilarious? What? The only thing we prepped for was one word. Embrace. <laughs> embrace. <laughs> so true. Everything Here we else? Are. Firing from the hip. <laughs> okay, so guys. Before, hold on. Before yes. we wrap up, uh-huh. uh, we do want to tease still a little bit more of the future. Yes. Because we are, we're wrapping up the season and the show as we know it. Yeah. Um, so I am retiring. I don't know what I'm sort doing. Of. <laughs> I am definitely retiring, sort of. Oh, okay. So you, you have made mention of uh-huh. carrying on. In a different way? Yes, potentially. Um, so there's some work that needs to go in that and deciding if that's feasible for you. Yeah. But I know you've been trying to revamp a few yeah. things and see if this is something you can keep doing. Things in your life are also changing. Yes. We'll talk about that uh, on one of the last episodes. Yes. So there's some some big changes that are coming up. Uh, interesting timing. Very exciting, yes. too. So the podcast, as you know it, is yes. obviously done. I still want to be a part in some ways. Yeah. So there'd be random episodes oh, where sure. I might have to call in. <laughs> okay. We can do some life updates, some zombie questions. Yes. I mean, just because the podcast ending doesn't mean like, 
Lewis is dying. <laughs> I mean, we'll still be around. And we're still friends. Yes. I'm not dying, you're not dying, right? Yeah, no, no, we're not. Not that we know. No, yeah, not yet. All right, good. <laughs> Unless the zombies show up tonight, we're, I won't be here tomorrow. So there's still... <laughs> <laughs> just moving past that. There's still stuff in the pipeline. Yes, there is. This is not the end of the world as you know it. No, it's not. There are things out there, more opportunities, <laughs> yeah. cool stories that are Yeah. Coming. So we're excited to share those potentials yes. and some things that have already come about. Yes, and I'm, I want to, I've been working on, like I've said for several times, I'm brainstorming some stuff, I've got some ideas. And so I want to have in the next few weeks, once we get down to the actual like finale, be able to say, okay, here's a rough sketch of what you can expect. So. We might even talk about some life changes. You never know. You never know. Hang with us. We've got a few more weeks left. And yeah, so we'll leave you with that, guys. Until next week, I'm Bethany. And I'm Dalton. And this is Looking for the Middle.